0: There's been much demand from many of you that we should talk about what happened in Parliament. What happened in Parliament means what happened with these intrusions in Parliament and these smoke canisters, etc. Now, the reason I haven't spoken about that as yet, which means yesterday I gave it a pass, is because we didn't quite have the clarity on who these people were, where they came in from, what exactly happened. Plus, all of this was on your TV channels anyway, you were watching it live. So we thought it's better to give it a give give it a day's break and and to talk about this when we have more clarity. So what do I have? To have more clarity, I have the two people in our team who would know much more about this than I would, even if I read up everything they've written. Or, or, I, or, or I, I I spoke with them and, and and had them debriefed. So these two people with me, as you can see, these are familiar faces. There is Moshmi Das Gupta, our deputy editor. She particularly focuses on the government and Ananya Bhargav. Ananya also you know well. Uh, we've spoken about we've spoken we've spoken about some of the Sikh radical issues in the past. We've also spoken about Manipur. In fact, both of them have spent time in Manipur also on that big story. Ananya is our senior associate editor and she's been leading the coverage on this parliament intrusion or attack or whatever you call it. Once again, the format will be the same as before. As we have developed for this version of Cut the Clutter, I will do the minimum talking and these two will give you the answers. So, Ananya, first of all, tell us what exactly happened. Who were these people? Uh, Tell us more about it.
1: So it was on 13 December when this incident happened. Uh, the session was on in the parliament and these two people entered the parliament. One is the Manuranjan who is from Mysore and one is Sagar Sharma, He is from UP. These two people entered the parliament and they were in the visitors gallery. They uh, went with a valid visitors pass to the parliament to watch the session. So while the Lok Sabha session was on, two of them who were sitting in the visitors gallery, they jumped uh, towards and went towards the well and opened a gas canister which emanated yellow smoke. Uh, that was the incident that created panic uh, in the house and a lot of MPs got together, got hold of those people, even uh, the parliament, securities, parliament uh, security service personnel who are posted inside uh, held them. And meanwhile, while this was happening inside the parliament, two more people outside uh, the parliament, one is Neelam Azad and the other person was Anmol, uh, uh, Anmol Shinde from Latour. These two people were outside the parliament and they similarly opened those gas canisters. So where is
0: each one of these from?
1: Uh, Neelam is uh, from Haryana, Hisar and Anmol is from Latur, Maharashtra. So these uh, two people were outside and uh, later the police found out that there were two more people involved who were making a video. Uh, one was uh, Lalit Jha, who was later arrested. He was uh, arrested yesterday, in fact, last night. And another person, Vishal Sharma, uh, he was the one who actually gave accommodation to these five people to stay in his house. He's from Delhi. Uh, uh, he's from uh, Gurgaon and he stays in Gurgaon. So, this is what. And,
0: and where is Lalit Jai from?
1: He's from Bihar.
0: So you have one from Bihar, two from Haryana, one from Karnataka,
1: um, Mysore, yes, D yes. One
0: from uh, uh, Mysore, Karnataka. And one from Uttar Pradesh. Yes, right? Sagar so, Sharma. Yeah, so this is quite a spread for six people to come from so many different states. Right. That is significant.
1: Right. Yeah. So initially, that's what the investigators were wondering that six people from such different backgrounds, uh, uh, such different states, how did they come together in Delhi, from, uh, for how long did they know each other? But then once uh, Sagar Sharma and Deem Ranjan were arrested and they were interrogated and in questioned by the Delhi Police and the uh, Intelligence Bureau. It was found that these guys had connected on a Facebook page and all of them had a common connect. They were all Bhagat Bhagat Singh fans. So they were also part of a Bhagat Singh fan club. And there was another group that was running justice for Azad Bhagat Singh. So uh, later the investigators found out that uh, they had been in fact coordinating with each other and had been in touch for the past one, one and a half years and had also met twice in Mysore and also in Chandigarh. So, uh, investigators tell us that in their disclosure statements, in fact, they have said that they've been part of several such protests, including the farmers' protest, the protest of uh, uh, the wrestlers' protest.
0: Against uh, sexual harassment. Yes. Alleged sexual harassment by Bridg Bushan Shah.
1: Yes. So, uh, they were part of these protests and the, ascent, um, uh, uh, the, the motive of this protest, what they've told the police is that they wanted uh, to make the policy makers hear their demands of how the government is not providing enough jobs, how Manipur has not got justice. And in fact, uh, when these people went inside, they, did, they just didn't have the canisters with them. They also had some posters which they planned to uh, throw, but they didn't. They couldn't do it because before they could do that, they were caught. So the posters also have been recovered by the police and uh, the posters mention uh, that uh, one poster says Jai Hind and another poster uh, says that our, our prime minister has been missing. And uh, whoever finds him, we will give that person 15 lakh rupees from Swiss bank. So this was just taking a dig at the prime minister's promise uh, 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 that he had made, saying that once black money, uh, we get back, black money, 15 lakh rupees will be uh, given to everybody. everybody. So
0: what caused, what added to panic in this case, I suppose, was the fact that this was the anniversary of the 2001 uh, attack. 13 December attack yes. and also because Gurpatwan Singh Pannu Absolutely. had threatened that he will create chaos or something, ter- he will do something terrible in Indian parliament on on the anniversary. In right. fact, he had said in his uh, video message, he had said that this will not be the kind of damage that Afsal Guru failed to do, tried but failed to do. This will be something much bigger.
1: Right. In fact, which is why uh, this was even more embarrassing for the security uh, setup uh, in the parliament, that despite such a threat, despite its anniversary, uh, 13 December anniversary, despite this threat by Pannu, he had in fact released a video detailing that you know there will be an attack. Uh, so security was stepped up and despite that, these people managed to get inside the parliament with that canister. And how did they do it? I'll explain uh, uh, that how actually they took that canister inside the parliament
0: later. So before uh, we come to that explanation, and I will also ask you that how did that pass through metal detectors? Yes. Moshmi, uh, security in parliament, uh, it's gone through a big change since that uh, 2001 bar- attack. Uh, attack. And now there's a new parliament building. So, I, I would presume a lot of money has been put into new security systems, etc. So, what exactly happened and what failed, you think? You've been watching this for a long time.
2: So, the main thing that failed was how these guys entered was uh, uh, the Sagar Sharma and uh, D. Manuranjan was that they got a uh, visitor's pass which was recommended by BJP MP from ISuru, Pratap Simha. So, how does this happen is that it is not that the… MP gives you the pass. The MP's office, basically, there are people who are coming from the MP's constituency. They come and want to have a look in the, uh, when the parliament session is on. They want to see the proceedings. So they go to the MP's office and the PS basically fills up a form on their behalf and then the, uh, you know uh, the mp signs… particularly
0: it. if there is somebody who's come from the mp's constituency or that general area which, yeah. which this person from mysuru might have yes.
2: might yeah, yeah yes so he, his uh, uh, form was then submitted to this there's something called the centralized pass cell of the parliament which issues visitors passes so the mp's office submitted it and then subsequently these two got the pass Once a pass is issued, the CPIC, the Central Pass Issuing uh, Cell, they also send a copy of that to the watch and ward staff. Watch and ward staff is part of the Parliament Security Services. And their role is to see the security, see who is coming inside the chambers, the Lok Sabha and the Rajya Sabha. And they are unarmed. So
0: if I may interrupt you, they are unarmed, but they are the ones who are asked to take away an MP. If an MP becomes too unruly, unruly people yeah. jump on the bell, they have to be evicted. So it's these watch and watch. Staff yeah, and
2: They look like, I mean, uh, they are on the watch all the time, very strict yeah. vigil once
0: whatever is happening yeah, inside yeah, they're the house. They are very vigilant bouncers, uniform <laughs> bouncers in the service of the state and parliament.
2: Yes, but then the thing is that they are posted only inside the house. house. But before you enter the house, any visitor, anybody who is entering the parliament has to go through five layers of security five layers of security, in every step you have these door frame metal detectors, handset metal detectors and you have to go through frisking also. So despite all that, these guys managed to enter and managed to enter the Lok Sabha uh, house. So that's why the opposition has raised a big issue out of it that despite so many measures, so many layers of security, how could they breach it? And enter the. And they, are,
0: they are saying, obviously, there will be politics and all of this. They are saying that it has happened twice now, and each time under BJP's watch.
2: Under BJP's watch. And also, one thing is that, that this has brought the U- opposition again, even if briefly, together. So, I mean, yesterday, the entire the House proceedings on in both Rajya Sabha and Lok Sabha got adjourned a number of times because opposition wanted a statement from Union Home Minister Amishya. Lok Sabha saw pandemonium throughout and it also led to suspension of 13 MPs in Lok Sabha who were protesting one MP, Derek O'Brien from Trinamool Congress in the Rajya Sabha. So the opposition again continued it today. For the second day running, the both the houses could not uh, function because I mean the opposition went on protesting, demanding a statement from the government.
0: Ananya, how do people smuggle in these canisters? Uh, Smoke canisters, when you have to go through five layers of security and at each layer there will be metal detectors. And these are very sensitive metal detectors. These are not metal detectors of the past. These ones, even if you had, even if you had a credit card in your pocket, right, which had a little Mm -hmm. metallic strip, even, even that causes a beep. So how did this get in?
1: So it's a very interesting story on how they really planned it and managed to get inside. So what from what investigators tell us is that they had done Manur, D Manuranjan uh, who got the pass from Mysore. He's the one who actually did a recce of the parliament uh, 8 to 9 months ago in the month of March. So he had gone to the parliament to see uh, what all the layers of security are, how can he what is the way to reach the visitors gallery? And at that time, he noticed that although there are five layers of check, everybody frisks you, nobody checks your shoes. So you're not supposed to remove your shoes and show it to them or, you know, put it through a scanner, which we do at airports. So that security, they don't check your shoes. They will just frisk you till your leg and that's it. Then you can go to the visitor's gallery. And that is when uh, he decided that, you know, this is how they can smuggle in uh, the canisters, but provided it doesn't have any metallic chip or any sort of opening, etc. So uh, that is how they decided that they'll sneak in the canister in their shoes.
0: So what were these canisters made of?
1: So these are uh, basically cardboard from the outside. And then there is a push button, which is plastic. So it doesn't have a metal, metallic element that would beep, even if it goes uh, Maybe through. Somebody's
0: had to somebody's had to fabricate these. Uh,
1: they said that they actually chose, like they bought a couple of them and they chose the one which didn't have a metallic element in it. So uh, actually it is uh, a, a mole from Latour who had uh, purchased those from Mumbai, six of those, and then he got it to Delhi. And uh, uh, the interesting bit is that it's not just the canister, but they also got the shoes custom made because it's not possible for that canister know, to fit in the, shoe. yes. so, uh, it was, uh, uh, the shoes. Yes, so it was basically the shoes. Sagar, uh, Sagar, who had also gone inside with Maruranjan, he's the one who got the sh- uh, who got a cobbler to make these custom made shoes. So basically, build a cavity inside the sports shoe, and uh, they increase the platform by putting a sole on it, and that's how they put. The canister and in that cavity, and that's how they could
0: go but inside. This also means, you know, it took a long time, and yes, they were all. Since there was a cobbler also involved in this case, uh, I'm not saying he was complicit. I I would go with the presumption of innocence, but the fact that nobody talked about this, nothing came out, nothing spread anywhere.
1: No, because uh, all of them are also first timers. These are not people who would have been on the radar of any agency or uh, investigators because they don't have a past criminal record. So uh, they… Nor are
0: they part of, sorry, nor are they members of any uh, terrorist terrorist organization.
1: Although they have uh, said that when initially it happened, they thought it was uh, a terror organization, but they, they the investigators saying it doesn't appear like they are part of any terror group. But they are also saying on the other hand that it's a part of a larger conspiracy that needs to be investigated because this seems like a very well planned, well thought out of uh, uh, breach uh, which they had been planning for months. So if they are purchasing uh, uh, you know uh, these canisters after carefully examining a couple of them and they're getting the shoes custom made and then they are meeting together at a place. Uh, investigators tell us that they had come two days ago before, the, uh, before this and uh, they got a pass, they've got the pass arranged. They stayed in Gurgaon at the house of Vishal Sharma, who's also an accused, but he has not been arrested in this case. Uh, and he stayed at, the, uh, the, all of them stayed at his house and then they collected on the day of this breach on 13th of December, they first collected at India Gate they got together and they discussed how uh, who is going to go inside uh, and who is going to be stationed where another very interesting bit here is that uh, the uh, lalit jha who had uh, who he was absconding and who was arrested uh, yesterday he was the one who took all the phones of all these accused so whether it is dimaluranjan Neelam, amol all these phones were with uh, lalit jha he was recording it and he was sending those clips of these people to someone and uh, At the moment he realized that these people have been caught, he fled with those phones. And now, when he was arrested last night, uh, the police tells us that he has burnt all the phones. He went to Jaipur and he uh, burnt all the phones. And why he did that was because there must be evidence in the phone as to who these guys were in touch with, uh, who is this person who, you know, who was uh, reading their messages, because uh, uh, this Lalith was constantly updating someone on the phone that this is where they are, this is where we are stationed, this is what has happened. So uh, he has burnt all phones. So that is, now he has been arrested and he's being termed as the main conspirator of all this. But uh, police say that, you know, this is part of a larger conspiracy and also some sort of funding is involved in this, which they are now probing.
0: So, so the, um... This is the important thing then is that this Gurgaon fellow, the house owner has not been arrested no. because what we saw on TV made it sound like he and his family have all been arrested. That hmm. is not true.
1: They were called in for questioning. They were detained, but they were let off. Okay. So uh, uh, the police say that we have not found any evidence to uh, basically connect him with this uh, incident in the uh, conspiracy he may have just uh, you know just given them the space to stay uh, what uh, what we are uh, uh, suspecting is that he may give a statement against those guys and you know which will help the police case so he has not been arrested his name is not in the FIR. he was just detained for questioning his wife was also detained for questioning but they were let off
0: Moshmi, uh, first of all what will happen out of parliament security this must have left lots of red faces
2: So, the Lok Sabha speaker Om Birla had a meeting day before yesterday, the day the incident happened. Lok Sabha speaker Om Birla had a meeting with all the MPs of the Lok Sabha after the house got over and uh, he listened to them, took their views on you know what measures, safety measures should be taken. And following that meeting, it was decided that from now on they uh, basically they decided three or four measures that would be taken immediately. So, one is that they would be installing body scanners inside the parliament, like the one that you see in airports. So, body scanners would be there apart from the door uh, metal detectors, door frame metal detectors and handset metal detectors. Besides that, they are bolstering the strength of the watch and watch staff. And uh, they would also put glass ceiling in the visitors gallery. So, that's a new addition so that, you know, in future in case somebody wants to in glass partition, glass partition. So, in case, I mean, basically to prevent a similar incident in future. So, these are the immediate steps that they are taking. And besides that, they are also beefing up and they are, you know, uh, they are taking, uh, they are basically uh, uh, holding meetings with MPs to see how visitor passes that they recommend, as in what steps should be taken to ensure that a similar breach doesn't happen in future. In fact, yesterday in Sabha, Defence Minister Rajna Singh said that, as MPs, we need to be very, very cautious on how we give and who we give give these visitors passes to. So, that's one thing that would be taken care of. Also now, the visitors have been temporarily barred from entering the parliament. I mean… Uh, I hope it only
0: remains temporary. That's what they are you know, saying I mean, but it we don't… This becomes a reason because sometimes these bans, they are imposed temporarily but they become. No. Permanent Permanent. because the establishment likes it that
2: way. Yes. So, I mean, right now, as of now, they are saying that it is going to be temporary. Second, they are uh, since yesterday, so journalists used to enter the parliament from the main gate as MPs. So, now they have stopped that. MPs enter from the main gate and there are separate entry for journalists, for the parliament staff. So, that has happened. And also, there is an enclosure where journalists... uh, wait and where MPs come to give a bite or talk to them. So, now that distance has increased from the main gate of the parliament to the journalist enclosure and nobody would be allowed, no journalists will be allowed to stand at the parliament complex gate once you enter inside. So, that has been well, that's, done. Away.
0: That's real collateral damage because journalists did not did make not any do mistakes it. Yeah. in this case. So, this has become a good excuse, in fact, to, to keep journalists further away.
2: Yeah, and as it is post-COVID, you know, the government used the excuse of COVID to prevent the entry of journalists. Like earlier from any organization, any media organization, four or five reporters used to go and cover the parliament sessions. But now that has been barred. From each organization, only one reporter can cover the session in the houses, the two houses. So as it is, there were a lot of restrictions that had come in place post-COVID. Now it's going to become further difficult for you know, reporters to go in and to go and have a free interaction with MPs inside the house, uh, inside the parliament complex. So that's the real damage, collateral damage like you said. To
0: journalists, there is a certain uh, history to this uh, wanting to uh, paint on the uh, radar screens through parliament or an assembly. And it goes back to Bhagat Singh's era, what Bhagat Singh did. Uh, again with the, not with the intention of hurting anybody. So uh, we've seen, we've seen now two of these. There have been some other uh, protests like these, but some of those protests have actually been made by MPs. And I will tell you about one of them. But don't confuse this with what happened on 13-12-2001. That was a pure and simple terrorist attack. Organized from Pakistan, it was, it was a, Jesse Mohammed slash Lashkar-e-Taiba kind of attack that was carried out, and the idea was to either kill a bunch of MPs or to take a lot of them hostage. And you can imagine if that many people with automatic weapons had got inside the main hall, what chaos it would have caused. So let's also not confuse uh, the two different situations. That was a very different thing, but that's because because the country is cautioned by that. And because that almost led to a war between India and Pakistan, because that led to a parakram, uh, BGP government, uh, Vajpayee government uh, piling up Indian forces on the borders, threatening war. In fact, Mr. Vajpayee at that point said, Aar par ladai hogi, And leaders from all over the world flying into India, British Prime Minister, uh, U.S. Secretary of Defense, Secretary of State, all of them coming in. To try and persuade the two sides to pull back. So, with all of that warning and all that sensitization, for this to happen is a uh, is a real loss of face, and it's a it's a very big failure. But but at the same time, we should not confuse that situation with these situations. Now, M- protests by MPs. You see, MPs holding up placards. You see, MPs doing some kinds of funny things. They jump into the bell. Sometimes they are thrown out by watch and ward staff. But the funniest I would say that I have seen, at least, was in my early days in Chandigarh at Haryana Assembly. This is when Bhajan Lal was chief minister. Two, two opposition MPs, they pulled out sugarcane sticks from inside their dhotis <laughs> and they climbed onto the desks. And they're saying, "Speakers, Saab, ganne ke dilau. Ganne ke dilau. <laughs> And Rao Ram Singh, who was a retired colonel from the army, paratroopers, I think, he was so annoyed and he said, you know, don't bring your persecution complex to this house, get out of here. So that was quite a scene, but that was something one could laugh about. This is serious because if people can bring a harmless, uh, harmless gas-causing powder in canisters, it could be a deadly poison as well. Yes, And absolutely. bad guys can get ideas, bad guys can get bad ideas so it's a good thing uh, it's a good thing that the government will now uh, or the or, or the security agencies there will now, will now further tighten the process so uh, ananya these people have been arrested now first of all are there more arrests to be made uh, if so who are they likely to be and second what will happen to the people who've been arrested
1: right so uh, the people who've been arrested there are five who have been arrested and all of them have been booked under the uapa the unlawful activities prevention act and uh, the, uh, the court has granted seven days of police custody uh, for uh, all five of them. And they will be now questioned as the police uh, said that you know we are questioning them on the larger conspiracy and the funds that, where they received it from, how they planned it all. Uh, another high level inquiry has been uh, uh, initiated by the Ministry of Home Affairs. And uh, Mr. Anish Dyal, who is the Di- acting director general of CRPF and he also looks after ITBP, he's DG ITBP, Anish Dyal. Uh, he is looking after uh, this probe and uh, uh, they will be submitting a report into this. Uh, so as far as the investigation is concerned, uh, the police will take seven days to question uh, these accused. As I said, that the sixth person, uh, uh, he may turn uh, to be an approver in the case because he knew what was happening. And he uh, he actually gave his house to stay uh, 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 for all these five people. So as the investigation proceeds, uh, they will be looking into their bank accounts, uh, uh, the phone uh, that look, uh, there, there's one phone that was recovered from Lalit. So they will be uh, looking into that. However, uh, they will also be taking these people, like uh, uh, they said that from where the canisters were purchased. So uh, a mole will be taken to Mumbai from where he purchased it, uh, The where the shoes were made. So all these evidence they will collect in the course of uh, this time and soon they will file a charge sheet in the case.
0: But given what happened to, say, Shahin Bagh protesters or some uh, farm uh, bill protesters, uh, many of them, Shaheen Bag protesters right. are still in jail, Right. Uh, particularly students from JNU. You see something, a fate like that befalling these people also? Yes,
1: of course, because yeah, they have invoked UAPA. So bail is going to be very difficult uh, in this. Plus they have also brought in this fact about this larger conspiracy and some handler being behind this act uh, which is why uh, what what I can presume is that bail is going to be difficult. They'll be also seeking uh, extension in the police custody as well. Uh, also, one interesting thing that uh, uh, what we heard today was that the canister, like we have, uh, everybody has been calling that these are harmless uh, gas canisters, but they have also put one more thing which they told the court that when we saw the canisters, the empty canisters, uh, it says that uh, this uh, they can cause harm they cannot they cannot be used in enclosed spaces and some of the people uh, MPs uh, had irritation in their eyes and skin after they were opened inside so they are also looking into they sent those uh, for, for forensic examination to see whether uh, they were actually harmless or they could have done some harm and and uh, uh, also, those shoes have been, uh, you know, has collected as evidence. So, all of this they are doing and uh, this probing of larger conspiracy is going to be, I mean, we'll have to wait and watch what they find and what funds they find uh, in their accounts. So, that needs to be uh, still, I mean, that's under investigation. Moshmi,
0: you have uh, a parting note and some concerns uh, over what's happened.
2: One thing is that because this new parliament was inaugurated just in May, just a couple of months before and also post the parliament attack 2001 uh, the security in the parliament complex as a whole was beefed up cctvs have been put up everywhere you have barriers metal barriers you have metal detectors and uh, the many of that things are there in the new parliament also it's the government used to say that it's completely foolproof something like this has happened is a matter of worry yesterday uh, union home minister amisha at a uh, event in one of the media organizations said that you know it's a serious breach of security and we are looking into it. So the government should you know uh, come up with a way to ensure that all these security protocols are strengthened, bolstered, so that you know a similar incident doesn't happen again in future.
0: And I think all of us will hope that this that media does not suffer collateral damage, damage from this because media had nothing to do with do this. With it, and will unlikely have anything to do with any such thing going ahead. So, to, for this to become an excuse now for a reason to push journalists further away is not going to help anybody's cause. That's an opinion, but that's also an opinion not just in self-interest, but in the interest of all of us, because Parliament of India is where all the important matters, or matters important to the people of India are discussed, laws are passed which determine their fate. And that's where its me- media needs to be there. And media needs to be in proximity and be in touch with MPs so so they can bring the news to the rest of the country in a balanced manner, in a balanced and eyewitness uh, direct manner. So that is, that, that is my little opinion, little piece of opinion and a wish here. Ananya, uh, you have a parting note.
1: I just uh, hope that the investigators do not look uh, at this entire case with a biased approach and uh, should stick to facts um, uh, as to, you know, we need to see if it, it rather was a, a larger conspiracy or just a group of people who thought that they wanted to put across their voice to uh, the policy makers. Uh, was it just one, one-off one act of these people because they don't have a past criminal record. So I hope the investigation is, investigation in this case is fair.
0: Yeah, fair and it is not angry because the security establishment would be very angry now, isn't it, Murshmi?
2: Yes, security establishment is angry and also… Smarting. Embarrassed. And also because uh, in the Lok Sabha, the security in charge is a joint security level officer. So, the joint secretary, the previous joint secretary security in parliament is an IPS officer, Raghuvir Lal. So, uh, his tenure ended and he went back. And now we have a director level officer, uh, BSF-DIG, who was uh, handling that charge. So, uh, the security establishment, of course, I mean, is smarting from this attack and will be looking at more stringent measures to…
0: And you know what, yeah.
2: Yeah, more stringent measures to, you know, bar entry of outsiders, visitors, journalists, <laughs> like you said.
0: If there is a burglary in a house, so next day they post a police constable outside the house, <laughs> as if the thief will come back to the house. So that, house. <laughs> that happens a little bit with our police forces. Uh, so, so, so that's a valid concern. Also, this, this thing of breaking into parliament or an assembly, one, this was sort of, there's a Bhagat Singh history, so people can get carried away, once again make a clear distinction from a terror attack like 2001, that's a different thing. Or then, or then something like this was also in a way romanticized in Rangde Basanti Basanthi Amir Khan's film. Mm-hmm. That is not Parliament of India, that is the All India Radio building, or supposedly the All India Radio or Akashmani building. Again, to draw attention to an important issue, in that case, the safety on MiG-21 aircraft of Indian Air Force. So, some bit of it also goes into folklore and gets romanticized. And and some people can can get misled in thinking about it too much. So, those are the concerns and various elements of the story that we have discussed today. And thank you very much. Moshmi and Ananya, without you, I would have taken six hours just reading up everything. And even then, I might have been confused, too confused to tell the story accurately.